Liz McGill, the president of the University of Pennsylvania, has resigned from her post at the elite Ivy League school. You know, this comes after that intense backlash to her testimony and that of others on Capitol Hill this past week, after she said calling for the genocide of Jews is harassment, depending on the context. We're told the UPenn Board of Trustees reportedly held an emergency meeting about all this, and McGill, we are told, will reportedly stay on as interim president of UPenn until uh, an interim president is appointed. She will continue uh, her work as a faculty member on the faculty of that elite Ivy League school. You know, uh, her resignation uh, could be the first of several others. That hearing sparked a fury of controversy as the president of Harvard, Claudine Gay. She had to walk back and then apologize for her not condemning calls for genocide against Jews that have been heard on the elite Ivy League campuses the past few weeks. McGill, uh, the UPenn president, also did not criticize such language during that hearing. Uh, it is seen as a widespread condemnation uh, of the failures of higher education in this country and the values that some of our students are being taught when these universities cannot even condemn the genocide of Jews. Well, once again, a little ray of hope. UN Pen or UPen. UPen signed the pen and she's gone. Oh, I thought thought you were gonna say the UN was gone. I'm like, <laughs> sweet. It's a great day. It's, it's, uh, no, no, that was something else. My brain went somewhere else. It's okay. No, I I, I totally get it. Well, you know, it's because it's Tuesday. So there you go. At least one of the school's presidents had to make their way to the door. Some of the other schools are still a little suspect, but I've got hope. Well, maybe they'll get the message. Yeah. I mean, geez, all the silliness is coming down the pike. At least occasionally a good good story like that comes out. And, and yeah, we, we've got a mixed bag today. That's yeah. for sure. But you have a... A story we'll do later that's pretty exciting. I mean, I was going to play the SNL sketch yesterday that they did yeah. with the testimony of these professors, mm-hmm. but it was so blatantly over the top. And not funny. And not funny. It was angry. And yeah. there's a difference between angry and funny. Well, you can Big be time. indignant and yes. be funny and biting. Right. You can be biting. Yeah. It's not even biting. This wasn't biting. This yeah. was just foolish. Yeah. And nasty. Uh, apparently, the girl that was supposed to do that part initially was like, "Yeah, I'm not doing that." Yeah, good and, for her. Good for her. There's not a lot of people, especially when they're trying to make it in that industry, mm-hmm. that'll stand up yeah. and follow their their gut, yeah, and their moral compass. So mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. All right. Here is uh, here's your thought of the day for this Tuesday. I have learned over the years that when one's mind is made up, this diminishes fear. Hmm. Okay. I think there's truth in that yeah. for sure. 434-248-0704 is our text number. We would love for you to play along with our Mind Jam trivia. Okay. This food that shows up on holiday tables has a name that translates to delicious of fragrant. Yeah. I like it. Delicious mm-hmm. of fragrant. Mm-hmm. It also reported, it's also reported to be eaten by Mount Olympus gods. 
hmm. to stay strong and maintain immortality. Uh, now I wish I had eaten more of it when I was younger. <laughs> so it's on holiday tables. Mm-hmm. It's tran- it translates into... Especially in the South, okay. I will say. Now, I don't know if it was... I mean, I would assume you grew up in Florida that it would have popped up there. Possibly. I don't know. What, you didn't give me the answer today, so I, so I can't blow it. I did. You did? Yeah. Oh, yesterday was a little... All right, well, yesterday cray cray. was very crazy. Today's After. not much better. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll have the answer. If you think you know, text it to us, and we'll have that coming up. Delicious a fragrant, eaten mm-hmm. by Olympic, Olympus gods to stay strong and maintain immortality. Right. On this day in history, 1968, Rolling Stones film Rock and Roll Circus, guest performers included The Who, Jethro Tull, Taj Mahal, Marianne Faithful. John Lennon and Yoko, and the program never aired. What the heck? But there's still video out there. And this is the Rolling Stones Rock and Roll Circus. I really experienced very, very. You read my file. (laughs) He was asking John Lennon some questions. I don't know if he read his. FBI file or just his regular file? I'm sure they all had one. But there's some video out there if you want to investigate. I wonder why it never aired. I don't know. Maybe that was too controversial. With that lineup. 68. That's crazy to think that that they wouldn't air that. Mick Jagger probably said or did something silly. Probably. Mm -hmm. Or they were all high when they did it. I don't know. Uh, On this day in 1976, quarterback Joe Namath plays his last game with the New York Jets. He had... The best-looking drop and the best-looking release and the best-looking pass uh, that I've ever seen. His larger-than-life persona and swagger earned him the nickname Broadway Joe. As the first quarterback to pass for more than 4,000 yards in a season, Namath took center stage and led the new league to prominence. 4,000 yards. Mm. I mean, that's... Yeah. I was watching some footage yesterday. Just I, I've forgotten how good of a passer he was. Amazing. It's funny how you how you do kind of lose your memory about how awesome mm-hmm. some of these older players are because you have all these new people and they're yeah. like all young and splashy yeah. or whatever, but they can't compare to some of these old guys. I tell you what, man, it was or woman in your case. I'm allowed to say woman, right? Well, well, yeah. I know. At least I, know I know what I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I know what's mine. I've got all my original parts. That's all I'm saying. All right. Uh, on this day in 1988, Rain Man, starring Dustin Hoffman and Tom Cruise, premieres in New York. Best picture of 1989. You know what would be fun is to have a Rain Man segment on what a man and a woman is. Because oh. he would spit out the facts. A man, definitely, definitely a man. Definitely a man. <laughs> Of course, I'm an excellent driver. That's me drive slow on the driveway. Of course, only 28 miles on the odometer since I drove it a week ago last Saturday. It should be more than 28 miles. What is this? Who is this guy? Raymond is your brother. My brother? I... Raymond! 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 You never, never touch the steering wheel when I'm driving. Do you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was kind of groundbreaking at the time. Yeah, yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Uh, we got lots of birthdays today. If you're oh, having a wow. birthday, you share it with uh, Bill Nye. Turned 74 years old today. What was this epiphany? Um, it, it was about Christmas. You realized it was all around? 
No, I, I realise that Christmas is, is the time to be with the people you love. Right. And I realise that as dire chance and, and, and faithful cock-up would have it, here I am, mid-fifties, and without knowing it, I've gone and spent most of my adult life with a, with a chubby employee. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, he tells him he loves them after that, too. <laughs> well, okay. But, yeah, I mean, he was in Pirate Radio, a bunch of other good movies. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Uh, singer Connie Francis also having a birthday today. She's turning 86 years old. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. You tied cow. Being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos I think she was the first one that used heavy reverb oh. From the sounds of that Now this next one We just celebrated recently at the Kennedy Center As a matter of fact, the president Oh, wow uh, was, was, was talking about Dionne Warwick Thank yeah. the Lord God gave the gift to us of Dionne Warwick Dianne Warwick Her voice and heart make us feel something deep within ourselves uh-huh. That's Dionne Warwick Oh my gosh Truly a gift Dan, to all Dan. of us yeah. Said Dianne twice Dianne. and Dan Dan once oh, It's so sad It is, but we've got her music to remember her Thank by Thank goodness Oh yeah so smooth she uh, doubled up right there with the ojs on that one she just was smooth yeah. she just was, or was it jay the coolest smoothest yeah just effortless yeah, oh, yeah when she goes so oh whoa, whoa, whoa. i mean it's just like i can't do it i know i'll good. call her you know i don't know if that was the o i think it was the ojs yeah it was the ojs yeah yeah, yeah that particular song all right uh actress regina hall having a birthday today she's turning 53 years old you ever have somebody that was like a spoiler alert person, you know, like they're going to tell you. Yeah. You say, no, 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 no. This is what happens uh, with Regina in a sketch. Mm-hmm. Has anybody seen that new Russell Crowe thriller? Because oh. let me tell you. <laughs> it- uh, sorry, it's just we're going tomorrow and I don't want to know a thing about it. She doesn't want to know a thing. Gotcha. Like okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what's the weather going to be like this? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just, we're having a barbecue this weekend, and I don't want to stress about the weather. And no, of course you don't. We just, yeah. Yeah, you know, we're talking yeah, about yeah. here. Wow. <laughs> can't even talk about the weather around You can't around talk her. about anything. You can't, <laughs> even, you can't even keep it I mean, did you notice generic. the dogs barked in the background there? Because she got up so high-pitched, she broke the sound barrier. That's right. That's right. <laughs> then they all came running. Uh, Sherry J. Wilson, Walker, Texas Ranger in Dallas, having a birthday, turning 65 years old. Now, this is her in a... And some off-the-wall killer or something. Killer You, I think it was called. Hell's bells on coconut shells. It's a whole town, Bobby Ray. Everybody's calling. They're crying. They're going nutty on me. Mona? I am not sure what to think. Have you been hitting the hooch again? The hooch ain't helping me here with this helter-skelter. 
Wow. <laughs> it's like people were, well, it was the Walking Dead kind of thing going right. on. People were running into people that were half dead. And well, I'm gonna this is it. what happens. I'm to have to write that one line down. Could you play that? Okay, the hell? Hell's Bells on Coconut Shells. There it's a whole town, Bobby Ray. <laughs> Hell's, Hell's Bells, Bells on, on Coconut, coconut Shells. shells. All right. That's the first time I had heard I, that one, I've too. I've secured that to my memory now. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, I'll yeah. be pulling that one out. All right. Um, this is probably my favorite one of the day. Yeah. Singer, percussionist, all-around cool chick, Sheila E. Having a birthday. Turning 66. She wants to be I got her and Sheena Easton confused. How? Sheena E? Sheila E and Sheena Easton? No. Yeah. No, there's no comparison. When I typed in Sheena or Sheila one, E. One baby's taking the morning train. The other one is living the glamorous life. <laughs> well, this is true. I mean, there's no comparison. I know. Well, you know, you know I live with. Uh, well. It's <laughs> having influence on me. Indeed. Indeed. You <laughs> anyway. and Diane Warwick. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. All right. This is uh, our Mind Jam trivia. This this food shows up on holiday tables, has a name that translates to delicious of fragrant. Oh, that is so good. Uh, it is also reported to be eaten by Mount Olympus gods to stay strong and maintain immortality. What are we talking about? A lot of people are saying uh, cranberries. Okay. It's not cranberries. Not cranberries. All right. Mm-mm. Nope. All right. That's not quite sexy enough. <laughs> okay. So, but we'll have the answer. Yeah, it's 620. If, if holiday foods can be sexy. I, I guess. I don't yes, know. I don't know. And we can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Singer-guitarist Dickie Betts from the Allman Brothers, turning 80 years old today. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Lord, I was born a rambling man, trying to make a living and doing the best I can. And when it's time for leaving, I hope Stand around and listen to excuses on Christmas Day. Maybe you can figure out how to serve ambrosia to 50 people without coconut. I give up. That's how much I feel for you, baby. How much I We are the Morning Jam. Some would call that a Morning Jam twin <laughs> spin. Yeah, what? Twin spin of ambrosia, that's for sure. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Oh, that makes me so happy. That's why you're my BFF. Yeah. <laughs> so so the, the food, it's, it's National Ambrosia Day. I just don't even, I know today. the group Ambrosia. I don't even remember that line in Driving Miss Daisy. I did immediately right. because I thought it was the funniest well, see, your line. brain remembers those details. I don't. But because she was so over the top. Right, right. You know, oh, her, her just whole Christmas was going to be ruined. How, how am I going to serve ambrosia without coconut? If you can figure it out, I welcome it. I cannot do it. See, my favorite line in the movie was, today I'm pulling over. I got to make water. <laughs> no, mine, I didn't know that term. always had to do with Doreen. Right. Because because she was always like jabbing Doreen right. or, you know, you know, if I had a nose like Doreen, I don't think I would be lighting up the Christmas lights all over the neighborhood wow. and stuff like that. I mean, she was just so biting. Yeah. But um, but yeah, the, the answer that we were looking for such a great movie. is Ambrosia. Mm-hmm. 
um, because it translates to delicious fragrant. It also was reported to be eaten by the Olympus gods to stay strong and maintain immortality. So have you ever had ambrosia? If I did, I didn't know I was eating it. Okay, it's very popular in in the South. Okay, and it's it's fruit and coconut and um, sometimes marshmallows are in it. Okay, uh, my wife's probably texting you right now saying, "We had it last year." Well, I mean, it's not right, as it's not as it popular as it once was. Okay. Oh, we called it something else. Okay. Okay, it's this this stuff right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I've had that. Yeah. Yeah, just a, a classic ambrosia. She's bringing it up on the screen for it's got her. Mandarin oranges and things you know, like that. Her culturally challenged co-host, which is me. <laughs> yes, I've well, had ambrosia. I don't think it was popular everywhere. They called it something sure. else. Uh, it's similar to like a Watergate salad. Okay, I think it was called that. Yeah. And of course, Waldorf salad is not that, but it it, it has some of the similar stuff in there it does doesn't it? yeah. it's kind of that it's that whole era yeah that, that that very similar i like waldorf salad i haven't had that in a while um i like waldorf salad i like watergate salad mm-hmm. um yeah. a lot yeah. actually somebody listed watergate salad as one of the things they remembered from their childhood okay their holidays right and, and childhood i wonder why it was called watergate because it was made at the watergate hotel wow where all that took this place is- were connected to Richard Nixon it in some like way. It was like their signature oh, thing. Oh, okay, I see. Yep. So, kind of like the the dip down there at uh, Repast, the crack yeah. dip, we call it. it so uh, you have eaten it, Mark. Yes, she did tell you. Thank you, honey. <laughs> she is my memory. And obviously my taste buds, too. Well, if you taste it again, you'd be like, oh, okay. I know what Janet was talking about. Yeah, now I get it. <laughs> and I love the group ambrosia, so it's all good. <laughs> That's right. All right, lots oh, of headlines Lordy, to go over. Lordy, Lordy. Harvard University president Claudine Gay facing plagiarism allegations. Mm. Wow, she was one of the ones, I believe, that was up in front of Congress just the other day. So they're digging a little deeper. Oh, dear. Go ahead and get these people out, too. Okay. Well, nearly two weeks ago, Councilman, Lynchburg City Councilman Marty Mischens was censured by the Lynchburg City Council over his uh, documented and alleged behavior towards other council members, city staff, and Lynchburg residents. He is now appealing that censure. Okay. We'll talk about that. All right. Palestine protesters storm trash the heart atrium of the Senate building. Mm. Wow. And what would happen if a bunch of Trumpsters went in with Trump flags and trashed it? Oh, my. Oh, wait. We'd still be talking about it. Wow. 20 years later. And they'd be chasing them on airplanes with air marshals and sure. all that kind of stuff. Oh, wait. They're doing that. Mm-hmm. When they're not down processing illegal immigrants on the border. Right. Our marshals aren't protecting us on the planes, people. Yeah. Our government is so upside down. Okay. A little bit. I'm done. Uh, Nelson County Public Schools are responding to some complaints that they received over asphalt scents. Yeah. Scents as in smells? Smells. Mm-hmm. Huh. Apparently they've been uh, doing a resurfacing process. Yeah. Project uh, that started in May. Oh, wow. That's a long time. But they are, they are still concerned about the fumes and the health risk that they may have. Well, I wonder what kind of asphalt that was. Because, mm, you know, know, when it gets cold, all that stuff sort of... You know, whatever. Gosh. Well, they're asking for like air quality tests and things like that because oh, they say it's getting into the vents and yeah. the kids are breathing it. Oh, and gee. I don't know. That, that must smell really bad. It has to be bad. I just, I mean, our driveway smelled for a day or two and that was it. You know? Well, this is a roofing 
you know, because they've got those flat roofs. And yeah, that's kind yeah, of, yeah. You know, I don't understand flat roofs. Okay. Why do we build buildings with oh, flat I roofs? Thought, okay, yeah, I know what you mean. No, it's a re-roofing It's a re-roofing project. I, thought we were, I thought we were talking about the parking lot. I'm Mm-mm. sorry. I was no, no, I understood. But no, yeah, it makes sense because your air handlers are up there and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Another, uh, another interesting protest, Palestinian protesters desecrate a jewish menorah during hanukkah holiday uh yeah well they want the jews to be gone then go live somewhere else go don't don't be here go be somewhere else because guess what we have a lot of jewish people in this country and we love them and they are contributing members of society Mm -hmm. and if you can't get your act together go go just go go back to go to palestine if that's if you believe in that so much, yeah. go. Gordon Deal had a story where during this time of year, a Jew would put a scripture that the rabbi would bless on the outside of the door. And she asked, she lives in New York City, she asked in an apartment building, asked the rabbi under the conditions, would it be okay if she posted that on the inside under the circumstances? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he blessed it. She's hanging the scripture on the inside because the tr- tradition was is they right. put that part of the Torah on the outside. Sure. I mean, that's like we're one step away right. from some of the from, silliness from that's happening. Ger- stars Germany. on people. Yeah. Yeah. There, and the other one was a lady who had a. And let me tell you something. Each and every one of you out there, you better be willing to stand up yeah. and stand for, for your Jewish brothers and sisters yeah. because they are coming for the God's cross own next. Heart. They're coming and, up for the cross next. Yep. And you're more than likely good chance i am just when i think i can't be surprised anymore i I am yeah this is just very disheartening it is kimberly mcbroom has a couple of stories one about the natural bridge investigation that continues and a pipeline protester is sentenced that's coming up after cbs's news okay okay here's the thing i i want to give you the temperatures but as we learned yesterday if I pull them off my phone, they're they, going to be inaccurate. They can be inaccurate. So, all right, so while you're looking that up, no, I'm going to check. Here you go. Here's the latest. I, I just pulled up. I want to see how far off. Oh, you're going to go, and I'm going to tell you what weather underground. You're going to use the weather channel. I'll yes. use weather underground. Okay. So according to the weather channel, it's 25 in Lynchburg. 24 in Lynchburg. Oh, 26 in Bedford. Oh, I don't have Bedford. Okay. Uh, uh, 26 in Danville. 25 in Danville. All right. Uh, 26 in Appomattox. I don't have Appomattox. How about Roanoke? Okay. Uh, Roanoke, 26. I have it at 28 on weather underground. Okay. So there's a couple degrees difference. Right. But closer than yesterday. Closer than yesterday. We want to be accurate. Yeah, because we were about three off. It was like three degrees off. Yeah, which is interesting. A lot. Because I'm not sure how all that works. Now, in all honesty, sometimes the temperatures... From the airports and stuff, which can right. be different. It's different at the airport than it is at my house, and it's about five miles different. You know what the different. interesting thing is? When we leave, when I leave the house, right, I will start at one temperature, and I will vary by three degrees from my house right. to 29. Okay, yeah. Or into downtown. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll go it'll go up and down on my car. Right. Um, so I know there's a little bit of that, but it shouldn't be three degrees right. off, I don't think, consistently. Yeah. But anyway, well, there was a police presence uh, being reported on East Washington Avenue near the uh, Gun and Knife Trader Store in Vinton. Quite a few police cars. That story is developing. If you're heading to work, uh, wondering what's going on, we we fully don't know whether 
maybe the building was breached or whatever, but as soon as we get more information, we will let you know. Nearly two weeks ago, Lynchburg City Councilman Marty Mischens was censured by the Lynchburg City Council over his documented and alleged behavior towards other council members, city staff, and Lynchburg residents. Now he's appealing the censure, saying uh, the move against him was politically charged uh, to show charged show trial based on unchallenged allegations. Uh, Mischens' notice of appeal was filed on December 8th, according to a statement from Mischens, which alerted the other council members as well as the city manager. On November 28th, the uh, show trial based on unchallenged allegations occurred in Lynchburg City Council to punish Councilman Mischens, violate his rights, and seize his property without notice, fact-finding, or any opportunity to defend himself, Mischens said in a statement, saying the resolution had been introduced by Mayor Stephanie Reed. Mischens claimed the resolution had been discussed in advance by most of the other council members and said, uh, and he said introducing it without notice violated his rights. So... Okay. Um, I, I don't know that I've ever, and I've been in this area for a long time, right. since like 1991. Right. I've never even heard of the censoring thing going on. Yeah, We've had I've been two here in the past six months. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, y'all need to just let that go, but anyway. it's uh, It's a mess down it's there. It's embarrassing. Yeah, it is. 866-916-3776. I think this is Todd calling on a 24-hour delay from yesterday's comments. Yes, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. <laughs> Hello, caller. We're listening. <laughs> hey, how are y'all doing? I've been waiting patiently by the phone since you called yesterday. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You know how it is this time of year. Somebody was calling me with orders, and I oh, had to get gee, off the well, phone. Oh, well, you've got to hang you up to make, make money. money. you got to make it while you can. So what's up, well, buddy? When it comes to when it comes to temperature this morning, it's twenty four at my house when I left this morning. Okay, so that's Bedford. Bedford. So, okay, so yeah. there's your Bedford temperatures yeah. right from yeah. See, I'm one off of on that. Bedford residents. Mm-hmm. So exactly, but you know what we call it in the grocery business, especially at F and L Market. What's that? It's oyster. It's oyster stew weather. <laughs> oh, <laughs> true. That's very true. Yeah, I get that. I, I did yes, a soup exactly. recipe yesterday. Oh, yeah. Uh, talking about this political thing in the city of Lynchburg, which I cannot vote in the city. Right. Cause, but I've owned a business in the city now for over 30 years, which I think is kind of, you know, it's kind of weird that I can't vote, that, although I own a business mm-hmm. there, you know. And but I bet they, you you're paying your property tax on that business. Oh, you, you don't even want to know. We don't I want to start I, there today. No. I, I, too I, close I, to Christmas. I understand. It's too close to Christmas. Doesn't yeah. want to bust out all Ebenezer on you. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, this is just part of the way the, our world is with the politics. Yeah. You know, you know, think about it. it. The city of Lynchburg has got such a variety of people in the city council right now. It does. And, you, know, you know, and it's, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know what to say. To be honest, the way they, well, no, they fight, between, fight between themselves, and uh, it's it's embarrassing to be honest with you that they can't just close the door and just slug it out and come right. on out and act like you know, hey, this is this is best for the city, and and hug know? it out and, afterwards. I mean, yeah, I don't y'all y'all fight all you want to, but get your act together in public. 
you know? Exactly. Exactly. That's the way I see it. You know, we don't need, you know, everybody's got to call a lawyer or something nowadays to settle something in, in the court system. I mean, you know, we're, but it's all the way from the top down to this local government. So that's mm-hmm. where we are. Mm-hmm. But everybody be careful. It's cold out today. It sure is. Yeah, I actually saw one little patch of ice this I, morning. I hit one on the way in. I mean, okay. it was just a little one, but yeah. it is out there. Yeah, it's out there. For sure. Yep. Well, y'all have a great day, and we're getting another truck this morning, so we'll have plenty of hams coming in this morning. Oh, yeah. I was bragging on, on my beautiful spiral ham that mm-hmm. I got and my, and my butterball <laughs> turkey yeah. breast. and. Yeah. I'm going to do some uh, recipes today with those shrimp skewers that you uh, turned me on to oh, last week. Oh. Uh, unless, of course, you don't have enough, and then I won't do that recipe because <laughs> I need to no, come by and get I've some got, more. <laughs> yep, those are those are just, you know, for six for $5.99, can you believe it? No, I no, mean, it's really great. It's, it's a really great yeah, I, product. I, yeah, I had to check with TC, my meat man, to make sure he was right on that price. I was like, come on now, that's that sale's too cheap, but... Yeah. You know, hey. Yeah, it's good stuff. But it is. All right. So, all yeah. right. Thanks Y'all so much. Y'all have a great day. You yeah. too. Take Appreciate it. what you do. Yes, Thanks. sir. You too. You. It's Todd from FNL Market. Yeah, so he told me about these. And I, and I usually get my shrimp out of his freezer case there because he has the wild-caught shrimp. Yeah, yeah. And and prices are always good, and I always keep them in my freezer. But he goes, Jane, let me show you this. And and it's skewers. Mm-hmm. They've already been peeled and deveined, have the tail on, but they're on wooden skewers. Right. And you just keep them in your in your freezer. You pull them out, let them thaw. Yeah. You can do whatever you want to with them. Scampy. You can grill them. You can do whatever. And they're so fast and easy and delicious. And I only bought three bags, and I should have bought more. Yeah. Um, mm. And they're right there in that 5 $6 range. Plenty of food for two people. Yeah. So, yeah, good stuff. All right. Awesome. I live it. So, um, I got to get this song edited, and I know nothing about it. Okay. The, the song Joe Biden came into. Oh. <laughs> so, so, we're... If I just started at the beginning, you think we'd be all right? Well, th- this is the this is the song that I'm pretty sure Joe Biden walked into when he was making some remarks at an event yesterday. Hakuna Matata. Yeah. What a wonderful phrase. Mm-hmm. Hakuna Matata. Ain't no person craze. It means no worries for the rest of your I'm pretty days. sure that's the soundtrack in his head. Right. Um, of course, he was supposed to be celebrating Hanukkah, but... Hakuna Matata. Yeah, it came out more <laughs> like this. No, he didn't really say Hakuna Matata. But it, but it wouldn't but surprise it would fit. me. But Nobody I mean, would question it. He called Dion Warwick Diane. Diane. Diana. Da, Donna. <laughs> oh, my word. It's that was so, all at the White House, too. Yeah, so we're off the air, and I was like, Biden makes remarks at Hanukkah, calling it Hakuna Matata. <laughs> and Mark's like, no way. And I'm like, it's a joke. Hakuna Matata. What's sad is you don't know... When, when you're joking I, when, when you're and when joking you're when you're not about this guy. You're right. It's so sad. Just like they're saying there's not a shred of evidence that Hunter Biden and the president, you know, did anything wrong. Not a oh shred my, of evidence. Oh, my no, word. No, it's a whole freaking truckload of evidence. Yes, and, and much of the shredded evidence uh, <laughs> that, that, you, that you got rid of, we right. don't even need because right. there's so much. Yeah, they should be careful of the words they use. Yeah, really. Shredder. Probably, probably not a great use of, of words. Uh, so we 
we were talking about this yesterday yes. a little bit about, you know, humor is very subjective. It is. Um, we're now learning that SNL did face some backlash for not mocking the college president's anti-Semitism. Right. They made some interesting choices with that skit. Well, they did. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We, we need to go to break. But, okay. But, so let's go we'll to break. come back come and back. play some of it. And, right. and this angry white Republican female going totally bonkers. Right. She's the one that looked like an idiot and the crazy one. And when the crazy ones were the ones being asked the questions and one of them got fired, she... Right. Answered it so inadequate. And it was so. so, and it was such a strange direction for them to go into. And uh, Cicely uh, Strong, who was originally set to return to the show to do the skit. Right. Uh, and was present during dress rehearsal, um, pulled out. Yeah. Last minute. Yeah. So we'll play that. And then maybe you'll understand why she pulled out. I do. 645. Christmas is coming a little early to talk radio fans in Central Virginia. We're already back. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Some, somebody needs a better producer. Oh, wait, so, it's some, me. It's, it, well, it's got to be more time, which we don't have. Right. How about this one? Okay. We're already here. Yeah, here we are. Celebrating go. Christmas with you. Mark and Janet. Or Janet and Mark. That's Jan. That's Jan. That spells Jan. Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Ms. McGill, at Penn, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's rules or code of conduct? Yes or no? If the speech turns into conduct, it can be harassment. Yes. I am asking specifically calling for the genocide of Jews, does that constitute bullying or harassment? So that's the actual representative mm-hmm. who was questioning the college presidents. Yeah. Very direct. Um, yeah, not, not mincing her words, but not, not, not mincing her words. Not going crazy and foaming at the mouth. Not, not screaming at her, right. but being very firm with what I would say was a very arrogant appearing mm-hmm. uh, collegiate. Yeah, and she's no longer there. She mm-hmm. got let go. As she should have been. Now, uh, let's take that in contrast to how SNL portrayed her. Anti-Semitism, yay or nay? I'm sorry, what? Yes or no is calling for the genocide of Jews against the Code of Conduct for Harvard. Well, it depends on the context. <gasps> what? <laughs> that can't be your answer, you pen lady. Same question, yes or no? Well, we are serious about stopping all forms of hatred, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia. The second one, MIT lady, chance to steal. <laughs> it, what? Yeah. Incoherent. I, I will tell you, uh, SNL's had missteps before. Yeah, they this have. is one of their larger ones, mm-hmm. I would say. Because this is such a sense. This is real. Mm-hmm. People... People are dying on both sides. Right. One instigated it. And this is also live from New York. Right, right. Right, where there's a lot of Jews. Yes, know know your audience here. Um, 
so that was Chloe Trost, who is basically a newcomer. I don't know how this is going to advance her career. Right. Uh, very largely panned opening, um, focusing on mocking the representative more so than these ridiculous Harvard, UPenn, and MIT college presidents who deserve ridicule. They do. Um, but their hatred, Janet, for conservatives and Republicans is so apparent that they are willing to jump the shark. I guess. The actress that was supposed to do the role, uh, Cicely Strong, came to dress rehearsals mm-hmm. and just and pulled out. Said she was so uncomfortable with the with the sketch, and there were a variety of reasons. Um, but Cicely pulled out of the cold opening. Um, it's been reported. Now, here was the comment from the congresswoman's office. Um, she did not watch it. However, her office was flooded with messages from thousands of Americans across the political spectrum, Democrats and Republicans, who were appalled and disgusted by the anti-Semitic trash spewed by unfunny, morally bankrupt comedians. Hmm. That was her senior advisor. Yeah. He added, SNL made history with the worst cold open ever because everyone knows there's absolutely no humor humor in the vile answers from the university presidents regarding their failure to condemn calls for the genocide of Jewish people. I don't even know how they got there. Yeah. And who wrote this? I think we'll find out eventually. Oh, I think so. Because it's usually the actors do a lot of the writing. Now, there are some people that help, but... They pretty much that as I understand the process is they have to come to the table with their ideas and then they present it to the rest of the cast and then the cast hammers it out. And I think by Wednesday they have decided on which sketches they're going to do. And then they take from that point on to, you know, rehearse them, fine tune them Mm -hmm. for Saturday Night Live. Right. So there had to be a level of buy in with everyone on the cast to say, except for that one that stepped aside. Mm hmm. Um, that, okay, let's do it. It wasn't cringeworthy enough. But it's not funny. It's not funny. You're right. There's nothing funny about it. I mean, even, yeah, it just wasn't, I don't think it would have been funny regardless of how they, even if they were mocking the presidents, I don't think it would have been funny. Right. Because. Because of the content. It's too raw. Yes, the topic at hand. Right. People are dying right now. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. McGill, of course, her response you played. Mm-hmm. If the speech turns to conduct, then it can be harassment. Okay. Uh, she resigned before the show even aired mm-hmm. on uh, on NBC. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah. Uh, but Cicely Strong, kudos to you yeah. for, well, not making, not stepping on that landmine. <laughs> right. right. Uh, yeah, exactly. For sure. She saw that one. Well, let's let's stay in the entertainment vein just for a minute. Okay. Speaking of landmines. Well, we're we're loosely calling that entertainment for sure. Right. Well, I mean, it is a TV show and it's supposed to be comedy. But here's another uh, comedian, Chris Rock, another comedic talent, have declined to host the global, uh, the The Golden Globes. Golden Globes. Oh. Everything is like toxic right now. 
Now, his reason, well, of course, well, he doesn't look. want to get hit in the head again. Right. By, of course, you know, but Will Smith is, I think. It is so hard to be a comedian right yeah. now. Yeah, because People they're are eating, humorless. Well, humorless and they're eating their own young. And it's kind of fun to see because they're telling us how we should live our lives when they can't even function or find a host that's willing to come in and do the Golden Globes. I mean. Well, because you can't be, you can't. People get offended by everything. Everything. Now. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I mean, who are they? It's going to be so boring. Well, it says uh, Barbie and Ken will likely grace the stage oh, of the Golden Globes next month. But that the tells shows, you everything know, you need to know, I know right that they there. Are, they are just, they're bankrupt is what yeah. they are. But the show's organizers uh, had a hard time finding someone with the Ken Ken enthusiasm. They're calling mm. it Ken enthusiasm okay. to host the event. I don't know. Silliness of the Barbie thing. But anyways, the global. It was very popular, though. Well, yeah. It's a two-time Oscar host. Chris Rock is among those that have declined to host the January 7 event. I think they should have an avatar. <laughs> have some kind of a stupid AI av- avatar host the show. And you know, then whoever wrote the stupid comedy, their lives will be in danger. Well, but they'll just get AI to write it, and then there's no one to blame. Well. You know, how are you going to fire them? Well, yeah. But Sue see, them. Who entered the thoughts? Because the AI has well, to have something out, to start But they with. just go out and pull it from wherever. You just kind of give them a topic, and they just go out they and just pull go it. out and do it, whatever, chat GPT. Yeah. I think it would be sort of a novelty. Oh, I would watch five minutes of it. And then turn Maybe, it off. if you could make it through five minutes of you know. it. So you were mentioning The Rock was one of the ones that turned it down. Yeah. I, I was reading an article yesterday about these celebrity feuds right. that are going on. Right. I didn't know Vin Diesel and The Rock have had an ongoing really? feud. Did not know that either. Yes. Since uh, Fast and Furious. Huh. Apparently. I don't know. They, um, he said, according to... D- in reference to Diesel, mm-hmm. some male co-stars conduct themselves as stand-up men and true professionals, while others don't. The ones that don't are too chicken to do anything about it. Candy. You know what? Uh, when you watch this movie next April, and it seems like I'm not acting in some of these scenes, my blood is legit boiling. You're right. <laughs> wow. Okay. So they're not getting along well. That's not good. Uh, apparently, there was also a Charlize Theron and a Tom Hardy thing going on tim allen i've heard this now i'm disappointed about tim allen yes uh casey wilson who's appeared in the pilot episode of the tv reboot of the santa clauses Mm -hmm. said uh in in a recent podcast it was the worst experience with a co-star ever yeah i read that she said i'm in a scene it's just me and tim allen and i'm supposed to throw things at him because she thinks he's a burglar right and he's coming down the chimney. Uh, I'm I'm awakened to an intruder. I'm throwing things at him. Um, he goes over to the. He stops the scene. Goes over to the producer, who is literally four feet from me, and says, "You got to tell her to stop stepping on my lines." I mean, within earshot. Wow. The producer turns to me with horror on his face, walks one foot towards me, and goes, "Tim wants you to stop stepping on his lines." He had everyone walking on eggshells. People just looked frantic. In the end, he just announced leaving takes his santa cape picks it up drops it on the floor and walks out wow someone came along behind him and pick it up picked it up turned to her and said and you're seeing him on a good day wow isn't that sad that is sad sad. stop (laughs) amy poehler and tina fey did the awards 
four yeah. times they said we're never going to do it again so those two girls are out we have to find some yeah. pasty one we're getting person. down to the d list at this point <laughs>